This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgariff. And if you're listening right now, you are a dinosaur. What do you think, Karen? <laughs> this was sprung on me, this idea of dinosaurs, right before we started driving. Well, the thing is, it looks great. Like a lot of my tweets, it looks great on paper. Yes. But you have to say dinosaur, which is the inflection you only give a bad pun. Right. But... I'm telling you, if you if you look up diner slash sore, there's a dozen at least, dating back to as early as 2016. Uh huh. Pre Stephen Jurassic Park era. Pre Jurassic. <laughs> that there are pre Jurassic tweets have been requesting <laughs> diner sore, Karen. Okay. It's starting with Xander Pagzad. Wow. Who first coined, and of course his handle is Zan, Zan with the plan. <laughs> and his plan was to, I don't know, mull it over. This could grow on you. As well, my I thought when you first said it that you were being sarcastic. So right. then it's hard to come back off of that right. feeling. Now that you know I'm dead serious. You're dead serious. Steven's giddy with excitement He's about giggling. this happening. The car is shaking and we are at <laughs> an idle. He couldn't be more thrilled that dinosaurs are about to take over. I personally, all this self-naming thing is not for me. I feel like it's for others to do for themselves. Noted. And all, that's why I'm saying others have been talking. <laughs> it's already happening. Yes. What control do we have even to even say what we think about it? They're going to call themselves what they will. We have no control. Big Brother is controlling. My, and Big can Brother I just is. throw out there that the fans. What about Dinards? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like it. I can see the merch already. Little nudicles. <laughs> Our heads very closely <laughs> hanging from a trailer hitch. <laughs> oh, Dinards. Oh. Don't 
give up on Dinards. I well now I'm more excited about Dinards <laughs> than anything. <laughs> I like shorter nicknames that don't have multiple syllables. Well, it rolls off the tongue. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but People. it's also insulting. <laughs> right, right. It is calling each of us a testy. Yeah. When I say nudicles, do either of you know that that's a real word? Yeah. Is it? It is a tiny uh, prosthetic uh, testicle, so your dog or cat doesn't feel a sense of loss. Am I right on that, Stephen? You like cats, so I assume you're a doctor of cats. 100%. Are you Dr. Cats? Yes. Medicine woman? <laughs> oh, man. Why do I like puns and mashups? They're just... Okay, this is weird. Dr. Cats, it's hot and we're panicked. It's hot. It's January. We can't put the air conditioner on. Nope. I'm so uncomfortable. Well... Hey, here's a quick reminder to let you know we podcast in a car. Yeah, this is real. No, this is some traffic noise. Let's get some audio. Uh-oh. Yes. It sounds like Stephen is excited again. <laughs> For different in reasons. In a different way. Well, I didn't know I'd be next to a throaty magma. Yeah. Magnum. It's a fucking Dodge Magnum, baby. Everyone who bought a Dodge Magnum used the opposite size condoms their whole lives. <laughs> and that's what's so funny about that car. No offense, Greg Parent, who bought one. <laughs> the PT Cruiser of throaty hot rods. Of Gen X. Do you wish you didn't have kids? Dodge Magnum. <laughs> That's the motto of the century. That's so dead on. It was so throaty. You know what's funny? <laughs> when those came out, they were so different and weird that people were like, I think I'm supposed to like this. Because... No one's tried to make a station wagon into like a muscle car. So it was like, it was almost like I'll be a visionary if I like this car. Right. And, and the PT Cruiser was the first. My mom, I remember she had had the same Mazda 323 since I was a kid. And she wanted a PT Cruiser with like wood paneling and chrome wheels. And it's like, mom, it's a four cylinder. But she didn't want a hot rod. No. I'm just like, I can predict that this, I agree they look cool, and I love the new Thunderbird. <laughs> but I, this is going to be a laughing, the laughing, this is going to be the Beanie Babies of cars, and you already made that mistake once. Did she do it? No. What'd she get instead? Alzheimer's and couldn't drive. <laughs> I like to make parties funner than they started. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the end of the story and I still didn't uh, see that coming. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. You set me up. She did at the last minute buy a Mazda Millennia later to become uh, an infinity of some kind. Oh. Uh, and then I, uh, that became my car and I gave it to a uh, homeless person. Uh, David Huntsberger, who is a homeless person. <laughs> Uh, gave it. He David. bought it. He bought it fair and square. Oh, I mean, nice. I gave him a really good deal. Good, good. Friends and family discount. So, hey, Huntsberger, if you're out there thinking i never done nothing for you. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. And every time you think of me, you think about how my cats would poop on piles of what was always clean laundry. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he had a problem. Everyone, everyone eventually declines is my point. Yeah. My other point is. Yes. You owe me, Huntsy B. <laughs> And finally, you get to say it. We have to have Huntsberger on again. I would love it. He's great. He really shines in a conversation. He setting. did it twice, right? Just once, I think. Oh, I thought he did it. We the talked about time peanut butter on the mantle. God knows. Go ahead and check. Quit with this one. 
quit this no, one early on. and often. And Ma Martha Kelly says... Uh, she wants to do it? You, you fancy her, right? She's one of my favorites. She's one of my favorite humans. How did that work then when you were writing on baskets? Was she living in Austin? I don't understand. Yeah, because we write everything and then now they're... Like, she came to L.A. now because they're going to start production, like, pretty soon. Okay. So they do... We have to finish all the scripts first and everything has to get, like approved and put through the production machine and then they start like building sets and getting locations and all that jonathan chrysal yes Chrysel, yes he who's a big fan of yours he directed the h&r blog commercial i'm yeah. I, right yeah and and he was the coolest but i didn't know how i knew him but i knew he he said something about mustaches or he's like we know you're a mustache guy or something <laughs> like how do you know this when i was in the scary room yeah um where they sit at a table and decide, right in look, front of your face. look you up and down. Yeah, but he wasn't doing that. And I'm like, I like the cut of this guy's jib. And he is out. truly the best person in show business and the, and so funny. He had a joke when you just said you drove an infinity. He, we were talking about something one day. I misattributed this to Fred Armisen, but it was Chrysler. He goes, who drives an infinity? And it was, we all started laughing so hard. It was just like the most simplest and yet so true. Like, you're going to spend a bunch of money, but not enough to make it actually kind of right, high right. level. You're exactly. just going to top out at the middle. And it's an expensive, luxurious car. And no, yes. it hasn't. And that's it not that we... It just doesn't break through. Do we talk about cars a lot? I think it's okay that we do. I like that, you know, you're a girl that likes dude stuff. <laughs> you had to. I was forced to. You forced to. Thank you. I was forced you. to converse in your people's language. Yes, yes, yes. There weren't many of my kind. Uh, Buicks uh, amaze me. There are Buicks out there. They're beautiful. They're nice new cars. I dare us to find one Buick driving around the mm. city today. We should look. I also don't. I really do like a Cadillac. Those the short snub backed Cadillacs that are like so kind of fancy. Those ride very nice. I always. They are nice, and I would like to drive one. But I feel like the only person that should crawl out of one they should crawl they will have a sweatsuit with a gun loosely yes. and the athletic strap please god if i could enter that into a dating app that's what i am looking for well, i hope you're kidding because that's the type of man i fear it's my favorite it's just, i also fear him and that's why i'm so attracted I'm, oh right so, right right attraction repulsion Hold yeah on. yeah uh, sorry a grande uh one pump mocha grande one pump mocha hot or iced oh iced please um, I'll have a just a medium iced coffee with almond milk. And a grande iced coffee grande. with almond milk? Grande. Steven? Give me one second. The huge, Steve? Uh, yeah, but I'll do it iced as well. Okay. I was going to do it hot. I'm like, wait a minute. We it's can, so hot. I say we keep this in here. Sorry, People what was know. your first drink? <laughs> the first was a grande iced mocha, but with just one pump of chocolate in it. And did you want the whip or no whip? None. No, Got thank it. you. Oh, but and it's, then your second drink? It's iced, though, that one. Iced, yeah. Yeah, okay. The second drink is a grande iced coffee with almond milk. Grande iced coffee with almond milk. Anything else? And the third one is a venti iced vanilla latte, please. Venti iced vanilla latte. Alrighty, we'll see you, friend. Okay. Yeah, definitely keep all that in. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I kind of laugh. Yeah, I know. Well, the last time we went through the drive-thru, they... When it sounded like he was pranking you, but I yes, it was cutting out, and we just thought that there's no way he didn't understand these words you told three right. times. Yeah, I always it's, forget that. That, the old, the, that great prank of say it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of uh, well, we should uh, 
Are we going to, we'll keep that Are in. we going to talk yeah. about pranks? Yeah. <laughs> you know I want to. <laughs> There's got to be a reason I've auditioned for and was turned down half a dozen times for punked. It's because I have a passion for making someone feel bad. Yes. Badly. Making them think something <laughs> terrible is happening and then going, just kidding, everything's fine. You're crying now, so you look stupid. And also, everyone knows you're a coward. What do you say, Britney Spears or whoever? Yeah, I was trying to think of somebody that was a star of Boy Meets World, but I don't know know their names by heart. What do you say, Fred Savage, it's little brother? (laughs) Jerry Savage. (laughs) Jerry Savage. I'm Jerry Savage. (laughs) I was supposed to be a pro wrestler, (laughs) but I had my hair was curly. And I said, what about Andre the Giant? And they said, he's the only one. I, uh, you might notice that I'm extra gravelly. I, yesterday, I was a little worried about today because I had zero voice. Because why? Tell the people what I you went, do with your time. Yeah, I you even knew what I was doing. I just want to brag. I just went <laughs> snowboarding yep. up at uh, Mammoth Mountain, That's which right. is totally a normal thing for me to do, drive six hours. <laughs> To stay in a hotel in Bishop, California, <laughs> to then drive in the morning, ignoring all signs that uh, you're supposed to have chains on uh, your front-wheel drive Honda Accord. I ignore, and you know, I, I there was some mishaps on the way up, but I was promised there's two feet of snow, so it's going to be worth it. And then I get up there, and it's just a windblown, icy peak, cartoonishly cold. And I'm a mouth breather. What does that mean when people say that, mouth breather? It well, it's usually negative. It means you're stupid. Yes. Usually. Well, I'm not stupid. I have a deviated septum. Don't judge. Sorry. Okay. I get mad at people that aren't fight. in the car. <laughs> I breathe through my mouth okay. and I sleep through my we mouth. We all love that about I you. I speak through my mouth. All of it. <laughs> speak through my <laughs> uh, And I go ahead and eat through my mouth. But I sometimes whistle through my nose. <laughs> <laughs> and they call it snoring. That's why... Uh, anyway, um, I the icy wind hit my vocal cords, I, I guess, and because I wasn't screaming. Usually, if you yell all night, like woo. Um, but, uh, so do you ever cheer for when you're disappointed about things? Because maybe um, that's what it is. <laughs> when I lose my voice, though, it is interesting because I can all of a sudden make it go super high. <laughs> I do can't you, usually reach those. You can't do that? No. So I can go super gravity low. Okay, uh, you need like, to audition for I a need, cartoon right now. I need to talk. I need to talk to whoever's in charge here. I can tell you who. <laughs> two people. That's two different people. That was two different people, and both were Chris. Both were me, if you just <laughs> tuned in. Believe that shit. <laughs> Can you believe that Hollywood magic that's happening right in the Starbucks yeah. drive-thru? I should say Funny. we have no guests today. Oh, that's all right. But we have Stephen Ray Morris on the mic, on the ones and twos, in yeah. the back seat as new posse. Jake Wiseman was great, huh? God, he was. Except for he was hilarious. I listened to a little bit of it this morning. Mm-hmm. But here's my impression. You be Jake Wiseman, make any point about anything mild, okay. stupid. And that's why there really is uh, no reason to be living. We yes. just try and yes. smile. And, yes, and yes. And that's, uh, yes. you know, and if you keep smiling, then maybe you'll ignore the ultimate uh, thing that is that we are all tits up having a dirt nap yes. in the end of the year. Yes. There was, there's never been an episode where I was more just kind of listening and then all of a sudden it would hit me that I'm one of the hosts of the thing. <laughs> I was just zoning out. I'm like, ah, oh, this guy's pretty interesting. He's the best. I really adore his brain. I like how 
I like everything about that guy. Yep. He's really cool. And it made me happy that he wanted to do it. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you get that thing. I We definitely have he that, I know. He sent an official email. Yes. You mean asking, that? cordially in, asking, and inviting, uh, providing his availability. And... He fucking brought us baked goods. That was amazing. Yeah, they were. Uh, where'd they go? I hardly had any. I Are they still looking at you? Threw them away? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, the thought, though. The thought I is. saved the macaroon for a couple days, and I was like, don't eat that. Yeah, that's don't a eat everything. It's like having a loaded gun. <laughs> it really is. I, uh, yeah. I like to sc- scream, don't eat everything at myself sometimes. <laughs> it's helping. It's, it's helping me a lot. I, uh, I like to point down. Hi at my genitals and go, no, bad, no. <laughs> That's actually something oh. Tig, Tig used to do around Can the I, house. The, my purse, I sure. just realized I didn't. Of course. <laughs> Tig would stop and point at my groin area and go, no, bad, no, <laughs> every day. And uh, it made me laugh, but it also gave me kind of a complex. <laughs> So I'm going to buy a Dodge Magnum. <laughs> oh, boy. What choice do you have? These are creamy beverages. Well, here's my beverage. I think that's mine. That okay, is yeah. yours. Thank you. You too. You too is my favorite band. That is mine. <laughs> is it? Yes. Classic. i put that. And you get the whole tray. I know how much you like trays. Congratulations, Steven. Adding my collection. What do you... uh, Let's all name our favorite U2 song. I'm going to start. Lemon! Do you know they have a song about lemons? What away? (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. one. (laughs) Yeah? It's something about wadding away. (laughs) Um, I honestly... I 100% love... We're not counting, like, War and Boy and and those albums because they were actually a great there's band. There's no rules. There's no rules. Well, I legitimately, anything off the boy soundtrack or boy, not boy soundtrack, about a boy <laughs> sound, I'm just changing the anything Lady. from about a boy, um, which was actually music by a badly drawn boy. <laughs> I like any music about boys because I am a clubber. <laughs> you go to clubs. <laughs> you don't have a clubbing. You know, uh, I love a club. Yeah, I love early U2. It's just, it's kind of cool when a band has longevity and does that Rolling Stones thing. Yes. Um, but in, it's also kind of cool when a band is cut short nine years into it, like the Beatles, and you just, I mean, it's, I'm not saying it was good uh, that John Lennon was killed. I'm just saying we didn't have to wa- watch them get old and do commercial jingles. But that you, you have heard of Paul McCartney, right? I have, I have. <laughs> I, I, I have bad news about some Christmas carols. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, sometimes I just say stuff and I realize there's no way out of this. No, no, I get what you meant, though, because it is like a band, thing. Yes. a sexy rock band. Like if Tears for Fears were still putting out albums, and maybe they are, but it's that thing of like, you, you peaked in this way that's majestic, yeah. leave it alone. And sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. I'm scrolling through Instagram or something. I came across a live aha performance mm. of Take On Me. Mm-hmm. And the dude's voice has that vocal range that you think is only a young person's game. 
it's all intact. He's and nailing he, it to the He day? was so good, and he looked the exact same. It's like he's been in a frozen vault. He's gorgeous. You know <laughs> he's what? He's a beautiful got those, guy. It's the cheekbones. They hang your face well for the yeah. rest of your life. God, I wish I could have gotten cheekbones. Mine are a little <laughs> lower, they're called. Those jowls. <laughs> Oh, you have reverse cheekbones? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I call them. Yeah. <laughs> I have cheekbones, but then I also have a big butt. So we all have these crosses to carry. <laughs> and and it's called, um, sorry, but I'm more buoyant in my face than you. <laughs> I will not sink below my neck. It's for reasons. It's yeah. for reasons. <laughs> it's for survival. Mm-hmm. My mm -hmm. whole body, everything on my body, my hairless legs that are skinny, all of it. It's so I can get in and out of tight situations. Everything about me is for survival. You're like, um, did you ever see the video of the octopus that escapes the ship? And he goes through a oh, hole. It's like a regular yes. size octopus that goes through a hole that's as big as your... Um, did you then find yourself down a wormhole watching octopuses do other things, get in and out? It's hor It's amazing. But all like, the time? A shark was attacking an octopus in another video. Um, welcome to We Describe YouTube. <laughs> and he That's... picked up shells with it, with his suction cups, yes. covered his body as the shark was coming, like, oh, I'm going to eat. And then it just, he was a ball of shells. Yep. And the shark, like, bat at it and was like, well, clearly I'm seeing things and I've, <laughs> this is a ball of shells I should leave. I hallucinated that It was octopus. so cool. Uh, I've seen an octopus and I'm in this may have been a continuation of that video, just collect two halves of a coconut and then just roll along the seafloor. And it's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Wait, for fun? I don't know, or escape. Maybe he was escaping the cameraman that was following him, but. I really wanted to say, start using them as a musical instrument because we all want to see <laughs> yes. an octopus drum. Because we all want to watch sticks. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> we all want to watch a thing that actually exists that I wish was my idea right now. Damn it! There's already an octopus drummer? You're telling me an octopus has already played the xylophones in cartoons before this day. What about a squirrel that lives under the sea that has a fishbowl as a helmet? <laughs> that's my neighbor! Damn it! That, to, that's, that's a story I've told a hundred times. Oh, well. Sandy the squirrel from Spongebob is my neighbor and my friend. I could text her right now if I wanted to. It's funny because I don't remember you. I No, I think you have told that. But we let each other retell stories. Mm -hmm. One, because we have new uh, listeners. Also, I don't remember when you've told a story. <laughs> I know that I will start to tell a story, but your reactions are like, it's new to you too. It's new until like, oh, you'll hit one now yeah, and then yeah, the picture yeah. explodes and I go, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's called deja vu. <laughs> it's called Alzheimer's. <laughs> no, 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 just memory loss is a small part of it. First, we will have <laughs> weird bouts of psychosis. Um, I can't wait to start bringing home the young men. <laughs> I have it all mapped out. I can't wait for my 59th birthday. Listen to my voice right now. <laughs> the tension has made it go up so high. When I get older, I will not remember how annoying this is. Okay, I'm done. Wait I'm a second. Done. Now, speaking of which, mm -hmm. on the day that this program airs, mm -hmm. It will be. Am I right about this, Stephen? It will be Chris's birthday. The day. The day after. B before. It it will be the day before. So right now, according to you, listener, yes. and you're yes. you're, the listener's always right. 
It is the day before Chris Fairbanks' birthday. Please set him tomorrow. Thank you. I hope you're all singing a song, singing a song to yourself that no one wants to hear and no one ever wants to sing, yet we are contractually obligated to sing it. Lemon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I will be coming home from Denver or if I will be in Dallas. It remains to be seen. Exciting. This is going to be an exciting week yes. for you. Yes, I have to. I, I, the, I, decisions will be made. They aren't made yet. I, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm into espionage or something. <laughs> These are, you know, it's either a cat food commercial or I got to toss some jokes out at some drunks. Two amazing options. <laughs> yes. You are lucky because either one is a gift and a boon. And this is an opportunity for you to work on all your improv skills where no matter what happens, you say yes, yes. and you heighten to the next level. Yes. 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 <laughs> Pretend that Jake Wiseman is in the car and just keep saying yes to life. I, <laughs> my favorite improv move is to go, what are you talking about? I'm not a doctor. <laughs> it's my favorite. I, why is that wrong? It's not wrong. It's just that you're a stand-up doing improv, and that's what the problem is. Right. No one needs you to do it. It was a problem right away. Yeah. It was a problem right away. I, I'm positive I told you, that you and everybody, this, but I did the same thing where the first improv class I took, I had to get up on stage, and I was like, I should not be here. I didn't want to. I was going to go. I was just going with my friend who was like, just come and like audit the class. I'm like, I don't want to, but fine. I had nothing else to do. And then the guy's like, no auditing, get up here. And I was like, oh my God. So the first thing I did was pretend, tell me when you recognize this, uh, pretend to flip burgers. And yep. then a guy walked in and tried to say something to me and I just turned my back. And the teacher's like, hold on, no, <laughs> you have to talk to him. That's the whole point of what you're doing. And I was like, why? Can't, can't improv be like real life where I don't want to talk to anyone? <laughs> Can I flip my fucking burgers in peace? Yeah. Why do we have to have a faux funny conversation? Yeah, and and that was my problem. I I felt like everything I had to have a joke with everything yes. someone said and I would it's not good when you're trying to build a scene. I've seen good improv now. Yeah. And I'm really impressed with it. I really am. Like yes. long form heralds or what have you. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's so fun and so self indulgent when you're a monologuist or the monologue. Oh, what is it, Karen? Monologist? Monologist, thank you. <laughs> it's a monologist? Yeah. What a great word. Isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to pretend I didn't ever know it. <laughs> a monologist, you say. Huh. Did you know it and just not say it? No, it's the first I've heard of it. Anyway, <laughs> the times I've been selected to do monologues mm -hmm. sounds better than monologist. True. Because uh, you don't do it for a living. You, you tell stories and then they remember every little detail and then you watch a part of your life play out and it was the... It's the coolest thing. Oh, ever. the Ascat version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Love Ascat that version. show. Yeah, yeah. I've done that at um, UCB Franklin. If you get a chance and you're in LA, the Ascat show at UCB Franklin is always incredible. They always have amazing people, mm -hmm. whether they're super famous and you're like, oh my God, that's yeah, my you favorite. Yeah, might see some stars. You, there's always stars, but they're also the people who are not stars. You look at them and go, oh, you're going to be a star. You're yeah. just the person that's going to be on the next. Or they won't. And that's the problem with life. True. <laughs> and or the they heartbreak will, of Los they Angeles. Will constantly tumble in obscurity and struggle to pay their rent. And maybe with a little bit of alcoholism, like I did. Yeah, or they'll be just cut short of his 
quickly in some horrible accident. But or, they were so gifted. Maybe they'll get pregnant and then they'll just move away to just like just to Nevada. Yeah, and then you got to cross your fingers that one day your kid will pay the bills and you can live <laughs> vicariously through them. Make them a baby model and make them earn their keep. <laughs> That's my favorite Mr. Show line. We realized we were sitting on a money bag with teeth. <laughs> <laughs> they described the kid. For, the, uh, for those, um, the baby, uh, oh, what's beauty, that? The, the beauty pageant one? Baby beauty pageant, yeah. They put makeup on the sonograms. Yeah, the it's printouts. in utero beauty pageant. They can't wait to be born. They come out with such confidence. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we're describing YouTube videos and old Mr. Show God, sketches. That's, that's good podcasting. <laughs> it is. We don't have to pick one. There's a lot of people, they really pen themselves in. They go, oh, I'm only going to describe one type of video, one TV show. Right, when, right. When, in truth, if you do like Chris and I, you can sit here. Now I'd like to go into some BBC uh, historical dramas to describe. Right. Okay, so it starts out. There's this maid cooking in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Her hands are red with work. In comes a powdered wig man. <laughs> <laughs> he says, cook this quickly. <laughs> yes, yes. We did. We could not discern his accent. He's that mysterious. <laughs> cook these quickly. Cook these. <laughs> cook these. I'm from England. I'm wearing two wigs. Cook them both. <laughs> Did I ever tell you how I won the first time I was in a comedy contest? I got to the finals by putting on four wigs. I had a huge curly afro. And I found, I searched for them, but I found four identical wigs and I just had them all stacked up. And so after a joke, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't lie to you people. I'm not who you think I am. And I pull, and then there'd be another hair, and they laughed at it once. But when it kept happening, and then at the end, it was my real hair, I had accidentally tapped into some new form of entertainment that makes people stand. And they were like, that was the best magic trick ever or something. You, I don't. You got a standing ovation I, for and four And I remember weeks? a look on my face like, no, no, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> There is an article in the Austin Statesman. The wig, the great wig trick. <laughs> Wait, that part's a lie, right? Um, no, I used to be in the paper a lot in Austin. I was a uh, boy. For your boy. wigs? Well, for other things, Japanimation voiceovers, uh, uh, mural painting. No, I, I'm you, not kidding. I know that I sound like I'm full of shit always, but I, it really was. In the paper? Yes. Four it was, weeks was in the paper. It was mentioned in an article about <laughs> comedy and this guy you might remember from the wig thing. If you went to the, <laughs> you went to the finals of the funniest person in Austin. Um, now that must have been in the 90s because a white guy wearing an afro is problematic to begin with. I had, no, it was my real hair was a big curly brown oh. afro. It, these wigs were... So that was almost the payoff. They looked like, yes. So the payoff like at the end was my actual hair... Looked like a wig. Looked like that. <laughs> and when it finally got down to it and it was like sweaty and matted down, they're like, wait a minute. I get it now. I always like that. I like the someone wearing several pairs of pants and sure. you take them off, there's another pair of pants. Yep. Sunglasses over and over. It's our favorite naked gun trick. It's I, wonderful. Well, but I think with yours, with the wig element, mm -hmm. it's that you, the audience by the fourth wig goes, he prepared so much for us. He cares so much about our entertainment. And all I did is go wig shopping. Yep. <laughs> and it matters. It means something. And it matters. Yeah. I guess I need to start preparing more, at least, at least dress nicely. Or 
I care that I'm here. Yes. My, my thing is if I did go back, I would try to hate the audience a little bit less. Right. I mean, I, I, it's the least I could do. You know what I've, I've done so you don't have to do that is yeah. just focus on writing actually good jokes. No, no, acting like, acting like, you have great jokes. Acting like, <laughs> uh, you, you're happy when you aren't. <laughs> I, like I during really, your set? I'm very mad. Like, just a handful of years ago, people were like, oh, I could tell you weren't happy with that. And now when I get off stage and I'm like, fuck this, fuck comedy, I hate those people, they're like, what? You were having so much fun. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting good at this <laughs> pretending thing. Well, you know, that's funny because that's when you did, you ran your special at the Dynasty Typewriter and Lizzie went to it and she was telling me that she was like so blown away. And then afterwards you were like, ah, oh, this and that. And she was like, what the fuck is happening? Like she completely had that experience because she loved your set so much. Oh, she, but she, she ridiculed you. She gets it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's true. And I want everyone to get it. And I they don't yes. always. That's true sometimes. But you don't know. Yeah, sometimes I don't know. But a lot the of actual times. taping, I actually got off and I was like, I think that went well and I like these people. And so that's a good sign. That's a great sign. The funny thing is, though, I'll watch it later and be like, wait a minute, I did better on this night that I was furious. And then there, here's a night that I thought I did great. And I'm like being a weirdo you know what i mean it just depends on your, the, whatever chemicals are bouncing around in your rods and cones that's very <laughs> up in your eyes yeah. it's very true but there's also the element of i that's how i used to write jokes is what do i hate and i'd get really mad at it and write out my feelings and then when i would just get on stage i'd just pretend like i was making fun of it as, as opposed to being angry those, that used to be my tr trick of joke writing. Yeah. Just like what actually infuriates me and then just like basically rip it apart and pretend I don't care. Oh, right. Oh, that's a good idea. It, but you know what I think it is? It's like passion. You, As long as you're keyed up about something, good or bad, that's conveyed when you do comedy and then people feel it and like it and get it. Yeah. You know, and that's my theory. Yeah. I don't do comedy anymore. Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, just because you, you're taking a little stand-up break, you're going to have that itch, but you won't have time because of your band. Ooh, oh, that's right. right? What, if, what if I write... you got to start a, gotta start a, a, a sub-pop-type band. I, I mean, I already have the sound envisioned. Very what kind? Sleater, pornograph, new pornographer, Sleater, Kinney Fuck kind yeah. of a... You could do it. Okay. And I could play the cymbals or the tambourine. <laughs> Or that fucking trombone. <laughs> <laughs> That's my impression of you doing mouth horn. It's amazing how many people don't know that you're saying mouth horn. They thought you were saying now horn. There's a couple, there's been a couple people who have uh, let me know. There was one guy who was like, basically pointed out exactly the spot where I fucked up in that song, oh, which of wow. course drives me crazy every yeah, time I hear it. Um, because I just don't. Where did you fuck up? When I, when I say mouth horn, I don't change uh, the chord I'm playing. Like I'm trying oh, that's to. That's because we did not plan it. Right. If we were in a booth at that, that dude's house. Right. And I was like, maybe I'll just come in and unknowingly 
Yeah, it wasn't part of your song. No, but... Also, get off our ass. <laughs> and if it doesn't sound right, clean the shit out of your ears. <laughs> he only meant it... I think he honestly meant it like he likes the song so much that uh, he's listened to it enough to go, and I noticed you dropped that thing. Whatever. Every, it was a compliment. Right, right. Every time someone says something specific, it's to reveal that they like or are paying close enough attention yes. to notice that specific thing. Except we're like, wait, what do you... Like, so I'm, I am very conscious of that I'm repeating stories. And there's a, a girl out there on Twitter that said that she feels responsible because she mentioned it once. Oh, she's not alone. Yeah, yeah. Whoever, whoever wrote that, you are, there's many people who have She's right, it. and my feelings are hurt, and it has nothing to do with you, all right? You're just one of many. Uh, well, I also think that sometimes we... A lot of people have learned bad habits on social media. What the fuck? Oh, very old. Very old. Um, sorry, sir. <laughs> what the reason? fuck are you? Oh, you're so going, old. You're on your way to your resting place. <laughs> He's driving himself to his own funeral. That's terrible. <laughs> he should at least have a procession. <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. What if Go you were on. driving yourself to your own funeral and all the pallbearers were your like trip triplets and it's your siblings that are identical twins? And what? <laughs> and it's a comedy. No, what I mean. <laughs> what happens? I don't know. Are you driving separately? Are I you just all want to see an old guy. Are you all dying together? I just want to see a bunch of old guys following each other. To <laughs> all three plots. Set up. Oh, they're all dying. Okay. Yeah, they're all going to die. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, no, you wrote that. I had them all as pallbearers. Pallbearers? But pallbearers. Mol monologists. <laughs> <laughs> Now listen, Chase Bank is probably pretty evil as most banks are. Mm -hmm. But God Who damn, likes to be chased? <laughs> this one in Burbank is gorgeous. Stephen, can you catch the front of this? Yes. Chase Bank. Is that a Frank Lloyd Webber house? <laughs> it's, it is <laughs> literally glittering gold in the sunlight. I mean, that belongs in Vegas. It's so gorgeous. Also, there's this beautiful sculpture on the front. It looks like an end table, a new end table in the Oval Office. Yes, this is... It, it looks is. like a Trumpy uh, side piece. It's, it looks like a Greek housewife's dream building. It is. It is very Greek. Isn't it Greek? Ah, oh, remember the time when we fell in love. Do you, do you, do you, do you, blab it up? Michael Jackson yeah, going totally reggae. Did. That's pretty much what he does. <laughs> it sounds like I was going off the scat script. <laughs> but, but you're stick right you're is. stuck right on it. Yeah, he goes bab it up, dup dup. Oh that's bop, right. Bop. And that's right before all the Egyptians start dancing. Yes. That's yes. right. And that isn't Greek. Uh that's Egyptian. That's and Egyptian. So but similar styles. Similar hair. Gold, gold uh <laughs> You, uh, you know, where you break glass and you put it next to each other like a mosaic. Oh, golden <laughs> mosaic. Mosaics. <sighs> yeah. Oh, sometimes I just. Burbank High School. What do you know about it? Hong Kong. <laughs> Their mascots are the fighting uh, IKEAs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke we do on uh, My Favorite Murder. I shouldn't cross uh, paths. You always should cross-promote. Really? 
Yes. Because we, I, that's a fun thing we do. If we ever mention a high school in our story, Georgia and I, we make the other person say what the mascot of that oh, school really? is. And then the, you, the person has to say it as fast as they can. <laughs> so they come out really stupid. Oh, that's a fun game. It's a very fun game. Well, I want to play that game. I okay. didn't know about that game. I just played it. Yeah, I you said, did. What's... Yeah, but you were on the wrong side. Okay, ready? Oh, right. Burbank High School. What do you know about Burbank High School? Well, we already did that. Oh, what do you, what do you mean? What do I know? <laughs> well, do you know the mascot? Oh, yeah, the mascot? Yeah. Sure, they're the dueling barnacles. <laughs> See? I think I've done barnacle before. <laughs> Isn't it good? Dueling barnacles. It, uh, I just, of course, want to say banjos. And what comes next in oh. the word list? The barnacles. <laughs> right after banjos. <laughs> yeah, element of PQR. Oh, you know where we Band can go? Bar. I've, I've subconsciously driven us back by the haunted house. Oh. Because we're in that part of Burby. I can't wait. Yeah. What is the story with those? Yeah, what are all these youths youth doing over here? It's Burbank High School hangout. Oh, okay. Corner. Yeah, yeah. I had that. I had that. They all drove around in that uh, that grocery cart for a while. That got boring. Now they're sitting on the sidewalk. You know, back in the day, those kids would be smoking. Hell yeah. Oh, no stop sign for me. Yeah, I guess no one's cool anymore. No one's cool. No one's edgy. Everybody's friends. There's no bullying. I don't know how they pass the time. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my friend, Eric, who, he got his jaw broken. Wow. And, and uh, someone punched him. Yeah. In the hallways. His friend, like, just hit him too hard. Oh, but that's, that's you know, terrible. In Montana, that's what you do during lunch hour. Yeah. Okay. So his jaw was wired shut, and later that week, he got hit by a car. What? At the church. We were all hanging out at the hangout across the street from school, and another one of his friends jokingly was going to stop close to him. And he, his brakes didn't work, and he, and he rolled over the hood, and he had his jaw. He was a cool Double kid. Wire? Everyone liked him, but no, he, he didn't get injured. It's just like, man, Thank this God. guy's having a bad week. We <laughs> weren't even crazy. like super close, um, but I, I just remembered. I will always remember how that guy had a bad week. Cut to me in Sacramento opening for Daniel Tosh, and I was on stage, and I was drunk. This I think I've told before because okay. I fell off stage, and I don't remember. And this. Uh, well, the the step up to the stage, there it is. Is that uh, the haunted is house? Is that it? Yes, it is. Is uh, it? No, it isn't. There's so many haunted houses. No. I'm so sorry. This isn't it. Wait, that isn't it? No, it looks like it. We, we Take a picture same. anyway, Stephen. Don't don't Take trust Chris. There's a few of them. <laughs> well, um, also, we drove by one even earlier that I was like, it's too soon, but I thought that was the haunted house. Okay, but I think I'm going to go around. So many haunted houses. It, it, it is, yeah. yeah, I think it is to the right. Okay. So I'm on stage, and uh, it's not going well, and I, up front, I'm nowhere near Missoula, Montana, but he's sitting right up front, this guy that looked just like Derek. And, uh, I, but it had been years, you know? So I said, are you from Missoula? And he was like, nope, nope. And he shook his head, and I'm like, oh. And then there's just this weird moment hanging in the air, so I had to try and do something with it. <laughs> it's like, oh, you look like this guy that, uh, uh this guy didn't, this guy's jaw got broken, and he got hit by a car, like, in the same day. I hated that guy. I was happy it happened. <laughs> and he looks just <laughs> like you. I And it kind of got a laugh. He's not someone I don't hate. Then after the show, he comes up, He's like, hey, Chris, it was him. Oh, he just, no. He just said it wasn't him. And I was like, okay, hold on. I When I said all that stuff, I, of course, was not happy. That was just bad improv. Yes. And But his wi wife was like, had her arms crossed. She's like, I don't like this guy. 
And oh, I was Jesus. And, but then it turns out he likes comedy and he has a job where he moves around. I saw him in Denver after that. He brought a bunch of people. Oh, that's like good. Like he ended up, yeah. He wasn't mad at you. He wasn't mad. Good, he good. knew, he knew that I didn't not like him. Even though I said, your jaw got broken and I was happy. <laughs> and I'm happy. <laughs> where is this house? Um, I, I went up the same street. Sorry. It's okay. My bad. No, it's hard to drive and do things. It's you're so good at it, by the way. <laughs> I feel safe when you're driving. Oh, good. You never make, you know, people are scared when I'm driving. I'm in control, but... If I had to also do anything else other than sing. That's that's how it is for boys, though. You, you're not good at multitasking. It's true. Did no. I make that up, or is it no. known? It's known. It's Women can multitask, so we have to because we have children, and so mm -hmm. you have to be able to concentrate. Right. But men have to hyper-focus. Right. And, it's, and this is going to sound sexist, but it's also why women uh, more often have a shattered cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Something else came up. <laughs> and they just drop it in a panic. I never have. <laughs> I uh, never have either. Because I just focus on one thing. If a second thing comes up, I lay down and give up. Yep, that's yeah. right. Over, It's total overwhelm. That's Wait. probably why it's good I don't have a baby. Oh, uh, you'll get one. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'll get what? one somehow. I was just going to say, oh, I was just going to give some props because my driving inspiration is a, a woman named Ann Benedetti who drove our carpool. Mm -hmm. We carpooled with the Benedetti family and a couple other families, but the Benedetti is the most consistent. I love the Benedetti. They're the best. The they, the name, I mean. And you say it real good. Benedetti. Benedetti. And Ann Benedetti would drive. They had a Dodge K car station wagon. Uh -huh. They'd come pick us up every morning. She always had a cup of coffee in this hand, in her right hand. Uh -huh. And uh, she, could dr she drove real kind of like well paced uh -huh. and with a cup of, full cup of coffee in her hand and never spilled it once never and it was always in a just mug because this, yeah. this, they didn't used to it took them till like the 90s to make a mug for having in a car yes so a like okay mug. we people are doing this we gotta cater to it no and because she was kind of um she was a real hippie in the 60s and so she had like a mug that looks like she made it herself in her own kiln oh that's i wish i had a kiln You'll get a kiln my when, mom, when yeah. the baby comes. My mom would always <laughs> come on, stork, fly by me. My mom used to always just give me a ride to school and hand me her coffee. My, and it was scalding hot and it was in a regular mug. <laughs> and I just dry, splashing all, I just show up to school you had riddled to hold her in coffee? coffee and I wore white every day, you know. <laughs> and you had that bakery job before school. Yeah, yeah, anything to make ends meet. Chris was a child baker. Bakery, I painted, anything where Stephen, you were. Stephen, will you, can you take, sorry to interrupt you, oh, can no. you take a picture of these palm trees? Why is this so beautiful? Yeah, it's like. It's it it looks like we're in Bel Air all of a sudden, and this is like oh, deep yeah. Burbank wow. slash Glendale. This is really cool. Look at how pretty. Yes, running the gauntlet. It gauntlet. It's like, like being at a Navy wedding. <laughs> you just drive right through the procession. But sorry to interrupt you because your mom making you hold it. Like the reason you can drive and drink a drink is because you know when you're gonna break. She like, had a shifter car. Oh my God. Everyone in my, I grew up with shifter cars. I did too, my dad always had a Volkswagen. And now you can't even buy one if you want, and I do want one. Well, you can get an I've old I've wanted a, a standard transmission. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I want them to make a new one. I want it, I like shifting. 
I do. I enjoy it. <laughs> like she- and then less is expected of you. I can just have my phone say, I'm driving right now. It requires all my hands. I'm not an octopus. <laughs> Unless you're starting a band. <laughs> but and I, then uh, you basically, then you, uh, you send a video of, pull, of yourself pulling two halves of a coconut around you. Yes, yes. Boom, the end. There was, I did, a, there was a guy, he was uh, more than autistic, but whatever he lacked in ability to interact with humans, he could play eight people at once at chess. Oh, shit. So he was called the octopus, and he'd go around town and kind of be rude to people, and he was kind of scary, a tall, scary-looking man, but he was the octopus, and I did T-shirts of him, and it was of an octopus with his face and his glasses uh, his with tentacles strangling, sucking the life out of a chess opponent. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty... Did he love it? He loved it. I bet he did. Because he's like, I, he's never been seen as strong or over, overpowering to people. Well, and also I bet he's, to get credit, you know, when, like, to have a... a syndrome like that, whatever the correct wording is I for it. I think he was autistic, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, it, it cuts off communication. You, It's easy to offend people. You don't know why, blah, right. blah, blah. It's tough. Yeah. So I bet you it's like, that's a really amazing connection where he's like, oh, people do like me anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was kind of rude to people, but in Missoula, people were able... You know, he had his own coffee brew, and it was like, octopus's brew, it's the kind he drinks. Like, oh. he was... And that was the case with a lot of the homeless people in Missoula, too. They were characters in town. There was Tommy the Leprechaun. Uh, he'd play, he'd dress like a leprechaun, of course, and he oh. played guitar and he'd do open mics. But <laughs> back in the old days, he would crawl into foxholes and murder the enemy. Shit. So he had some demons, you know? Yes. And then one day, he would always be... That's the part of mid-90s, that skateboarding movie that Jonah Hill made, that I loved, that almost made me cry, is that it showed that side of skateboarding where you're out in the streets, skating spots, and you're the one interacting with these uh, sometimes unstable... And we were friends with him. There was the Reverend, this guy whose wife died years ago, and he, ever since that day, was standing on a street corner yelling about fire and... We're all gonna burn. He'd just be like, "Burn, fire, burn." Oh. He'd seem like a. But then you'd stop and talk to him, and he'd be like, "Beautiful day, isn't it?" Aww. Oh, why don't you you doing any uh, what? It, like he he was so nice. It is I. And there was another guy waiting for a spaceship at the at the <laughs> at the TV station. He wore so many suits. He was just a bulky. He was dressed for winter, and it would be the middle of summer. He's like the only African-American guy in Missoula. It's such a white town. Mm -hmm. And he was just, for years, he sat sat there waiting. And you'd ask him what he was waiting for, and he said, a spaceship. And I had this skateboard that I did way back in the day that had all these guys running out of town as it was being attacked by strips of bacon because my friend's name was Chris Bacon. So. Oh, okay. And it still is. He's still with us. Still, good. Thank God. <laughs> no. He didn't get picked up by a spaceship. No, but I just, it's its in a small town, you know, you know, like in Mayberry or whatever, the town drunk, everyone knows his name and they throw him in jail every night. It's kind of the cool thing about small towns. Yeah. Whereas, whereas here in Venice or in LA in general, if it's if someone is quirky like that, it it means that they might kill you. It's very unforgiving, and well, and also in this town, people come here. I'm sure it's really hard 
to be homeless, I mean, obviously it's sure. hard no matter what. Yeah. But in fucking Montana, where it's like sub-zero temperatures all winter long, whereas people come here because you can live in California outside all year round and not have it impact you the same way. Yeah. I have a friend. I'm who, an expert on homelessness and migration. No, I mean, it's just something we all deal with. And I, you know, there's so many different kinds. Uh, like <laughs> someone quoted it the other day when you said uh, shredded from life. <laughs> <laughs> when there's the really ripped. There is a guy I know that tech, he is homeless. It's because of a of a divorce, but he designed some shopping app and he was trying to get investors in it. And Fuck. he, but he lives in his car. Wow. And he's a young, uh, uh, like personal trainer Equinox guy. God. But he can't make enough to have a place. Shit. I know. That's terrible. Well, maybe one day I'll mention that website of his because he, it was a really neat idea and it had all the, it was like a meeting place for all these different brands. But he was trying, and he's like, was asking me if we'd talk about it. I'm like, well, that's not how it works. We actually have people that do that. <laughs> but if I knew it right now, we're, we're on the topic. Anyway. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I got it. that plug works. <laughs> the plug where you never give the plug, <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah. like, tease to it and oh, someday we're going to reveal. It's, it's the sprinkle of, <laughs> the black sprinkles on a bald spot of, <laughs> of, of uh, I know what I'm saying. No one else has to know. No, that's your secret, and then it will be revealed in the upcoming episode. Yes. And we're going to have an episode also where I finish all of these sentences I start and don't end. It's, uh, it's called Cliffhangers, and it's, it works in soap operas, and it works on this podcast. And it works as uh, Sylvester Stallone movies. Um, I will say this, and I know I've said this to you already, but uh -huh. my mom predicted the homeless um, problem in this country when they when Ronald Reagan shut down all the mental health facilities um, oh, the, that's wow. where all those all those people used to get taken care of by the state or the federal government depending um, and there was we used to provide for people who couldn't help themselves and yes Ronald Reagan just stripped all that out uh, and that's why it's such a problem and you can't arrest people out of mental illness you can't you can't just ignore them and negate them they're still there so uh -huh. like that whole thing where people are like oh this person you know it made me uncomfortable on the street and it's like that's right because that person needs care mm -hmm. and medicine and help and needs to be overseen and i want and you can't just not do that for people yeah i really want i imagine this show that i did with oprah she'd be my co-host and we would go but you actually medic find a find a way to medicate like so many of homeless people I think if they just had medication all of a sudden they'd have their life together some people need chemicals they need that's right medication but then the problem with my TV show is that at the end when we yell okay cut get that bottle of pills from them see you later yeah. they'd be left it. Right. how do you how do you maintain that kind of care but the most uh, every other homeless person I see I can tell that they, there's a mental illness issue yeah. it's very rarely like Oh, I just can't stop drinking or right. whatever. That's why you're drinking or it, yes, exactly. It's self-medication. It, yeah. It's, it's really, it's very, intense. I didn't, I don't think Ronald Reagan gets enough credit for having done that <laughs> for just stripping out the, uh, a, ba a basic human care, not to mention those trade tariffs. 
don't know, my, my Not dad. to mention jelly beans. <laughs> I'd rather I didn't mention those jelly beans. <laughs> and keep them to myself. <laughs> oh, thank you. Karen does a really nice thing where when the light is red, she puts her hand in front of me because she thinks I'm a book bag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just, easy. You're a bag of canned soups. You spill all those pencils every time. What are you if not a book bag? <laughs> the human book bag. You slam on the brakes and a ruler and a pencil sharpener fly out of my mouth. <laughs> and a note, one of those do 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 Yes, pick one. Now pick a color. One of those. You're going to have a baby with the boy that's next to you in seventh grade. <laughs> what is that called? It was always... I don't know. Steven, do you know what those things are called? Uh, sorry, describe that again. Oh, it's that little puzzle where you I, put you your fingers in it. You might be too young. Yeah, this oh, guy. Uh, beep, I thought, boop, I thought it was called MASH, but it's not. But that's oh. the house mansion shack yes. game. That's right. You're going to marry, see Thomas Howell, live in a shack, have eight children. That Those are my favorite where I'd always be like, oh, I don't want to be married to that guy in a shack. Yeah, yeah. Can't we have a nice house? What's the what's the only reason to be married to see Thomas Howell? Are you suggesting that one day he's going to stop getting acting work? <laughs> Why would he live in a shack? What are you telling you me mean, about show business? Are you trying to tell me? See Thomas Howell from The Outsiders, from the hit that just came out, Soul Man, that that guy is one day going to become undesirable to Hollywood? Unbelievable. Which, actually, interestingly... He does live in a shack right now. No. It's not true. He was on Southland. Oh, He's, really? He does very well for himself. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, C. Thomas Hell, if you're a listener. Thank you. I need to forget sometimes that some of these celebs are listening to Yeah, us. there's a ton... <laughs> They sometimes the I, entire cast of The Outsiders listens to ours. This oh my god, I would die! Every, except, I would never except, stop screaming. I had your poster. Patrick Swayze. Thanks for listening. Oh, it's such a I just R. that R. just that Stay Gold Stevie Wonder song to me still puts me in a trance. Uh, it's so it just reminds me of a specific day when I was a kid almost. And so went and saw that movie? I don't know. I just loved that movie so much. It was a good movie. I told you how Shermaine Rosales ruined it for me, right? No. Who's I'm, Shermaine Rosales? I'm sure I did. She was a girl I went to junior high and high school with. Oh, okay. And she was a bit of a... She was a bully because she had... Or like, her sister was also a bull, Well, no, that's not true. Renee was actually really nice. Well, it was just like she was kind of a tough girl. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Like, tough tiff. Did she have a personalized license plate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but we went to the, like, 9 o'clock showing of The Outsiders, and this was the weekend it came out, and she had been at, like, the 7 o'clock showing, Uh so we went in and sat down, and it was all these kids were just still in the movie theater, and she was coming up the aisle, and she was like, hey, and I go, oh, hey, and she leans over and goes, Johnny dies. What? (laughs) She's like an evil villain. Yeah, it was... I, thinking of it now, though, it's the fucking funniest thing. Like, it's such a ruiny, shitty thing, but it's also hilarious to it do to somebody. It would be funny to do to a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. Well, I was, But I was devastated at the time. But now that I look back on it, I think it's fucking genius. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, that's where I got my Macintosh. Johnny dies. I got a lot of stuff there. I bought so many power cords there. They're helpful. Melrose Mac on the <laughs> corner of Olive and Vista. Every time I've gone to Melrose Mac, the person has been 
a lovely human being, yep. very helpful. And they always try to go, oh, this is kind of expensive. Do you want us to get right. you a different one? Let me figure this out. Let me go into my workshop. You should just replenish. Let me, <laughs> we, also recycling uh, devices is important. Yes. They care. You know where they, they, they'll just kick your ass out the door, the regular Mac store. Yes. Don't it's, think that they were, this was gonna be a pro Mac thing. No, no, cause that's not the case. Mac stores make me wanna buy a Dell. It's a new album. I'm sorry. <laughs> Adele can be, but I, I'm... That's, I'm sorry it was so sincere. <laughs> I am. I am sorry for some of my jokes. They aren't very good. Is it 446? Oh, no, it's God, we're, we're it's perfect. Well, speaking of Macs, at 4.15, I am going to pick up a MacBook Pro that my friend is giving me. Nice. And I can draw on it. Oh, that's great for yeah. design. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so excited. That's great. Because that computer I got there, it's so funny. They, certain programs like Photoshop and everything, you now have to subscribe to them and pay a monthly fee. So I have this pirated version from 10 years ago that in order to support it, I have to have an expired old environment on a brand new computer. So I have a new computer with a 10 year old environment just to have my old Photoshop. Anyway, this is so boring, I'm sorry, but this MacBook Pro, I'm telling everyone this because it's gonna change my life and I'm gonna be a happier person when I podcast. You better be. <laughs> I know, I'm filled with rage. <laughs> uh, everybody? Yeah? Quick and look at, this is the new Chick-fil-A. No matter your politics. Yeah. Chick-fil-A can be a pretty good sandwich. Oh, no, I don't even uh, care for it and I root for it coming up because I know how many people I know will be happy. Yeah. People freak out about, and you know the secret? They have like, <laughs> 20 different sauces that people go ape shit over. There's so many different sauces, it almost made me laugh when I first went in. How many sauces? Oh, over a dozen. Oh, I always thought it was like honey, mustard, and ranch. Oh, I'd pick your, there's many different, <laughs> subtly different ranches. Oh, I, it's- Southwestern? Sure. Northeastern? Parts of the kind of Indian. Ranch with crab curry. in it? Curry, they have curry ranch. Curry ranch. <laughs> Southeast Asian ranch. Yeah. That has a little bit of mango and some lemongrass in it. Yeah, it's, and then they, they put all this effort into the, and then when it comes down to it, it the sandwich itself is just a slab of chicken. There's it's a just line chicken. At the door. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. Because it's actual chicken. My thing is, look, they're it, they're overtly anti-gay. Fuck them. Oh, don't, they don't are? go there, whatever. Right. Yeah, there was like a thing that kicked up. But I had a, a bunch of friends who said to me, who were gay, who were like, I'm not, not gonna eat there because Unemployed. there's lots of places that yeah. are like that, like uh, you know, I don't. I shouldn't name things off the top of my head because yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like the poli You don't know the politics we of a store. We just decide which corporations are racist. <laughs> Safeway, the grocery store. <laughs> because like, it's no. just coming out of our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, once one person said that to me, I was like, "Oh, it's fine." But yeah, whatever. I mean, they really came out strong and crazy against gay people. So please negate any positivity you might right. be interpreting from right. the drive by I was just kind of reading and Albertsons is Nazis the point is <laughs> we yeah you, they, you should be able to eat there it's not then your job on behalf of all gay people that you can't go to Chick-fil-A now or you're a traitor 
Well, Everyone should eat their Chick-fil-A. Mm. <laughs> I'm probably... That's not the message the I joke, was trying to say. The send. joke is on them. I'm enjoying your sandwich. <laughs> I had a McDonald's yesterday, and I hadn't had it for years, but I was driving from Mammoth. To, it's a long drive, and yeah. I'm just like, I got to take care of this. And uh, What'd you get? Uh, a, sh- a bun with sugar in it. I could <laughs> taste that right away. Sure. Pickles that I think had pickle flavor injected onto them. <laughs> and That's the hottest sure. ketchup. Who, ooh, I like Temperature how they- Temperature or spice? Oh, just hot, they they make this burger and immediately put the ketchup on. So, so by the time it's in your, yeah, it's like okay. microwaved ketchup. Uh-huh. Did not enjoy the sandwich. Is Was it a cheeseburger? Was it a Big Mac? Like it's a quarter pounder. Okay. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I did not enjoy it. it gave me a stomachache. It's not good. No. It, but I eat it like I'll eat it because it's so bad. I ate it so quickly that it was fulfilling something other than my taste. Thousand buds. percent. It, it was like uh, a drought. Like oh, I can quit whenever I want. I yes. basically snorted a, a line of 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 uh, burger. At that place too, I feel like I'm using the other food just to get to the fries. It's like when when a guy's talking to you and you realize he's just trying to talk to your friend and yeah. you're just the gatekeeper. Right. It's that. That's how I'm using that cheeseburger just to get to those fries. And I'm using the fries just to get to that ranch. <laughs> I, I'll even you eat... You own a ranch? I do. A dude ranch. <laughs> <laughs> it's all dudes. No cows, no animals. And no Chick-fil-A. And they're all... No Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Chick-fil-A's allowed. This is a Please. dude ranch. This is dudes only <laughs> and pro dudes. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't. I, I've never liked coleslaw. I've always thought coleslaw was a, just a thinly veiled excuse to be drinking ma- watered down mayonnaise. <laughs> I really don't like coleslaw. No one does. It's gross. No one ever has. There's well, there's people who try to be like, now this is the new version of coleslaw where I put pineapple in it right. or whatever. It's like, don't bother. It's fucking cabbage. No one has line, ever liked it. Just line your baskets with it. Cabbage yeah. should not be eaten. No, it's for soup during a time when people were otherwise eating a boot. Yes. It's a good option from from a boot. Yes. Uh, it's a boot. <laughs> the same. <laughs> it's In a Canada. Canadian boot lettuce. Oh, cabbage? You mean Canadian boot lettuce? Don't give me that fucking Canadian boot lettuce. <laughs> no offense to our neighbors up north. But oh. you guys got some shitty snacks. You Have you ever had ketchup-flavored potato oh, chips? Oh, yeah. Oh, you can't get me vomiting more quickly. <laughs> but have you ever had the Canadian Kit Kat? Which is, I celeb- I will celebrate it. Oh, it's it. like a fancy, it's fancier, right? The chocolate is like Cadbury chocolate. It's oh, pure, it's super milk. beautiful super milk. <laughs> super milk. It's super milk chocolate. No. It isn't. <laughs> super milk. I guess it is super milk chocolate. Why, why go against you when the whole conversation is pro-improv and I should be saying... Chris, not only is it super milk. <laughs> I am flipping burgers, officer. <laughs> Don't you throw your burger shoulder toward me. Let me in on this conversation. Oh, God, this has been fun. Guys, we've done it again. Yeah, we have. Another nonstop 
endless thrill ride that is the sound of each other talking. I to feel each like. Other. Are you drunk? I feel There's like. There's gas leak. There's gas leak. <laughs> I feel like it's important for me to clarify right now. Sure. I do not stand behind Chick fil A's anti gay oh, politics. I, know. I see it was my bad improv that I'm not making light of Nazis. I also. I, I shop at all. At, at, at all. I almost said Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> I shop at Alzheimer's. Either based in Boise, Idaho, uh, but I do believe the Albertson family. There's some some shady business back in the day. Well, I feel like these. You can't get away from a shady business if a company's big enough. It's just what ends up happening. Right. Um, right. People are shooting like videos in my neighborhood. Yeah, there's so many uh, feature films being shot on it's your street. Very strange. Get out of here. We don't want your kind Ooh, here. Is that Army Hammer? <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, Army. Uh, just get out of here with that name. We're a Navy family. Did you know his family owns the Hammer Museum here in Los Angeles? His yeah, dad or I'm sure he's suffered a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's had a lot of tough goes at it. Yep. Well, this was fun. Uh, it it's was, good to it was see wonderful. You again. Good to see you again, Stephen. Good to see you, Stephen. Thank you both for having me mm-hmm. uh, and for spending that hour. And thank you, listeners and friends. We really appreciate your support. You, you, you've you come are, through for us. Yes, more than once. I mean, we really, the numbers, you're putting up beautiful numbers. You're making us look amazing to uh, our network executives. You're We're, we're a breakout hit, mm-hmm. and it's a, because of you guys. There's a lot of big waves breathing down our necks, yeah. and, and we, we're scared, frankly, we, and you you guys are making us feel better. Yeah. You're calming us down as we go into the boardroom <laughs> at where we're going to have to meet and say, no, we did not accuse Albertsons of being Nazis. Uh, right. Uh, Do we have another meeting this weekend at yeah. midnight on Friday? Yeah. Oh, God. We have we're going to gonna go get yelled at. And we have to go w- watch them. Um, <sighs> we should have us. to mention something about Apple Podcasts. What is- uh, yes. Yes. Apple Podcasts are... Uh, communists. No, no. <laughs> we are them. We oh, listen yes. to it. Yeah. Listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts right. and wherever your Apple. We just did a whole fucking Apple plug. I know, but it, it helps our numbers. <laughs> listen how high my voice is. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? E-Y-N. A-R. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Malphorn. Uh, with Karen and Chris.